1: Uh, You will want to be all around the tickets going on sale today for the Sydney Kings v New Zealand Breakers Championship Series. That is through Ticketek. The dates, uh, March 3 is where it'll all kick off in Sydney. Then on March 5, it's in New Zealand. March 10, Game 3 in Sydney. Maybe Kings will have it all done and dusted by then 3-0. But if we go past that, uh, March 12 is in New Zealand. March 15, if they need a game, number 5 is back in Sydney So the Sydney dates are 3, 10 and 15 Uh, in March. Who better to talk basketball this morning, Andrew Bogut, as we reach the real pointy end of the season. Um, How excited should Sydney Kings fans be? Andrew, welcome again to the show.
0: Yeah, good morning. Uh, Excited. I mean, we've got a chance to to go back to back. Uh, These things don't happen... Very often, um, at, at times when you're in the moment, you, you might take it for granted, but um, we have
1: an opportunity to do something very special. It's, you know, three grand finals, series in four years, uh, pretty impressive feat. How about this one, Andrew? I, and I've asked this of uh, Penrith in the Rugby League of their coach, uh, Ivan Cleary. Do the Kings of this season beat the Kings of last season? <laughs>
0: very tough question, um, yeah, it'd be very very tough. We'll see. We'll see how they finish, and I'll answer that probably in in a month's time. But look, last last season's team was very very talented, um, as is this season's. Uh, but they're, they're kind of two different teams. Last last season was kind of um, the ceiling might have been a bit higher, but I feel like this season's team was probably more consistent um, with with the way they've played.
2: Gutsy win uh, in game three, wasn't it? Because. I, I know I was I was busy doing rugby league, Andrew, over the weekend, but uh, was keeping my eye and and ears open about the about the Kings. And after Xavier Cooks picked up an ankle injury up there in Cairns, I thought, oh, gee, that's that's not good. But he he turned out for for game three, and they were down after the first quarter, but uh, defensively shut shut the Cairns down in the final quarter, didn't they? Six points was all they they allowed the the to score, so. Um, yeah, Gutsy win puts them in a, a good position, I think, with a bit of time for any injuries to uh to clear up over the next uh week and a bit before they get underway. But I, I think that's what you take out of this side, this current side, uh they pulled together for that for game three.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Look, hands, you've got to give them a lot of credit. They were they were great. Um they're dealing with some injuries themselves. That guy's in and out of the lineup and they played free and physical and they they you know, I, I felt like Game Two was probably our worst game of the season as a team. That's what Cairns made us look inferior, and it was worrisome coming back for Game Three. I'm not going to lie. You know, I think Cairns really did some good things, but at the end of the day, I think Cairns burned out. I, I think they were they were really fatigued. Um, myself and Luke Longley were sitting next to each other, and in that third quarter, we we noticed their, their legs were really. Run dry, um, even just getting to timeouts. They were slow to get to timeouts. They, they looked very, very fatigued, and they played real short rotations. And before our, time, before our series against them, they had two playing games as well um, in a short amount of time. So we kind of tend to think that they, they really kind of ran into a wall in that third, fourth quarter and gave us an opportunity to get, get on top of them.
1: Andrew, an overview, because see, see we're a nation, I guess our biggest um, sporting cage. We're, we're a grand final nation. Um, So you you play a grand final on a given day and that's it, or a given night in the case of your league, um, the AFL. It's a one-off. And we often use the saying, and it's a whole new ball game and all those sorts of things. But basketball, this is a best of five series. Does that mean there is a little bit of different strategy or is it just, uh, you know, your your mental approach to it? It's it's a big stint if you're going to play all five games of that intensity, of that pressure, grand final pressure.
0: That's what makes it fun. Um, it's, it's similar to the NBA. NBA is obviously seven games, and, and you see, you know, I've been part of a series in the NBA that swung, we're up 3-1, and we ended up losing in the finals. You know, 4-3 we lost. So it, it, it's a it's a game where or a series where you can make adjustments. Injuries play their part. Fatigue plays its part. Um, there's nuances throughout the game. There could be lineup changes. It's, it's really a chess battle, and that's what makes it so fun. You know, you can be up 2-0 and still lose the series, and you've got to continue to... To try and put the foot put the foot down, and uh, momentum can swing very very quickly. So I, I love long series. I think they there's a lot a lot to do in them, and um, things can change. You know, to, to snap your fingers.
2: Andrew, you, you're having played what, what over a 14 year span in the N, in NBA and played for four different teams. Um, you know what it's about, um, Ben Simmons. Um, it, it, it seems like it's almost sad reading about what's happening to Ben Simmons. Um, do you know Ben Simmons personally and, and can like just relate what you're thinking about Ben Simmons and, and what's happening to him in the NBA?
0: Yeah, look, I know we, might have done, we don't have a relationship of any sort, really um, more of a high-buy thing. We've never, never really been close, um, and that's and not for no reason. It's just we've never really crossed paths, um, and – i um, actually did a podcast yesterday, um, and spoke about his acting. I I don't think it's anything other than he, he doesn't want to get to the free throw line. Um, I, I think that people that he's not playing, people saying he's not playing hard or he's not giving effort or he doesn't want to wants to be out there. I don't I don't think it's any of that. I think it's as clear as he has he has the yips um at the free throw line and I went through it through a couple of years where I we're shooting the ball bad there, and it's a lonely place when you you can't knock him down. And I think everything that's going on with him right now is that if he was shooting free throws at 60, 70, 80%, he'd be fine. But he does not want to get to the line. And, and the way he plays basketball, super aggressive guy, gets on the rim. You look at his first couple of years in Philly, and then look at his last, this current season. I mean, when was the last time he he dunked on someone or tried to dunk on someone? Um, he hasn't this season, and, and that tells me that he, he's he's scared of getting hit and getting fouled and getting to the free throw line to shoot free throws. So his biggest issue is going to be in the off season. is isn't about training. It isn't about getting free throws up. It's going to be, you know, working with a sports psychologist and just trying to get over that hump. And, and then you know, it's it's sad to watch. You're right. It, it really is. As a basketball fan, I want him to do well. I want him to. To fix that in the off season and, and get his mentals right and come back and have a great season again, but um, it, it's, it's hard to watch at the moment.
1: Expert opinion of Andrew Bogart here on uh, breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. One last one because we you're, you're a man with an opinion, Andrew. Uh, cricket has dominated uh, much of our discussion since Sunday, and and we Brandy and I are staggered by the um the machinations of the Australian cricket team that there is a coach but the coach does not. Speak to the players or advise them as the team collapses. He doesn't pass on advice. Could you ever imagine that in basketball that the coach would say, "Sort it out yourself, fellas"? Or, or did that happen? Or was that a, a one-off tactic from time to time? Um, you know, you played with some big names. Could they be addressed directly and and criticised and 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 pointed out where they did things wrong? Uh,
0: look, you know, you've had a coach in the NBA with eighty-two games. You've had coaches use that before, like come in the locker room after a blowout and just be like, you guys figure it out or half time, sorry, come in and be like, you know, we've tried everything's half, you guys figure it out. Like um, there's nothing I can say you're down by 20 or 30, but generally it's a very, very rare. And it's a kind of a last tactic. Um, but in cricket, it's a little bit different. So I haven't followed it too much, to be honest. Um, you know, but it, it doesn't look like things are going too well there. Um, and you'd hope, you'd hope they'd figure it out and have, have some sort of open dialogue where coming days and try, try to figure things out because they're, they're in the moment right now they need to get it addressed pretty quickly
2: but you you obviously played with some big names and does did you ever was there ever a situation there where you know one of those big names needed to be pulled up and the coach actually addressed him in front of the other players and and was there any did you ever have any drama with some of the the key players because the coach might have they might have thought the coach was being too hard or was there any sort of you know Awkward situations between star players and coach. Oh, 100%. I mean, <laughs> for, those people,
0: for those people that are Warriors fans, I mean, I was, I was in the squad when, um, you know, in Oklahoma City at halftime when Draymond Green and Steve Kerr got into it, um, it about five, six years ago now and, and there was a hot mic outside the locker room at halftime um, that caught the whole, the whole exchange, which was... Not pleasant, um, and not for not for radio or TV. So, uh, look in, in pro sport, it happens. Like it's it's you know you can't take things too personally. Um, some days is going to be your day for addressing down, and if it's if it's rightful, you got to
1: yeah, you know, in the moment it. it's
0: frustrating. Yeah, you, you got you got to take it. Yeah, I mean it's obviously it's, it's hard to hear, and, and whenever you're playing like crap, the last thing you want to hear is someone saying you're playing like crap. <laughs> I mean that's just the way it goes. But, um, nice, but it's. it's, it's it's changed the NBA a little bit. It's a bit more precious now. But there's still coaches that that will oh. get after you. And, and generally, it's, a lot of times it's done in the film room the next day or the video room pointing out, like, so you've actually got factual information and be like, look, this is what you did. This You need to fix this so you're not going to play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a good idea then if players and the cricketers don't listen to this program because the, uh, the uh, open line gives plenty of advice, free advice, and it's not always very positive. Andrew, it is great to talk basketball and other things with you this morning. Go the Kings. No worries. Cheers. Thanks. Andrew Bagot on the program. Great to have a sporting legend on breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Vossie and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9.
2: Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.